people who have signed non-disclosure agreements that have now expired or for whatever reason are no longer valid. What couldn't you tell us but now can? House Hunters guest checking in. I never made the show because I didn't close on the house. One, I had to have a house under contract before going on the show. Two, they was to like the other houses we were, quote, interested in. Three, I was assigned another significant other who was more, quote, interesting than my actual SO. That someone was making a wristwatch with two faces so you could set one to local time and one to the time you're from. For international travelers. My boss almost immediately broke it and had to pay. I was a model for a few big names slash well-known makeup companies. I did several print ads for magazines and a few television commercials. The makeup artists do use the product advertised, but minimally. Like that mascara they're touting? It's over really good fake eyelashes, and they also used another brand of mascara along with the one they're trying to sell you. Also, the clothes in the ads you see are pinned to high heaven on the model. They fit nothing like they look. It's not you. It's not your body. It's fake advertising. Most of us models look just like you, wearing all that crap without the pins and tucks and double-sided tape. Did some work on the trading floor at Goldman Sachs. I had access to all trading accounts and transactions. Came across some shady-looking accounts which did not meet policy. It did not use clearly identifiable name, and I could not find records of creation or testing for it, etc. I asked my supervisor if I should look into this. He turned to me and said, We don't ask about those accounts. Just ignore them. Orders from the top. Trading account creation is a long and detailed process that requires formal approval from multiple lines of management. These accounts circumvented all that and were basically anonymous with no trace. They were also trading high volume, and I was told to accept and ignore them. A friend of mine got a job at a prominent local distillery that makes an extremely popular flavored whiskey. They literally buy whiskey from a third-party distillery and dump Tarani flavoring syrup into it. One of my friend's brothers was on the MTV show Room Raiders. Everything in the show is staged. All of the items that they would find were planted. At the end of the show, the prize was not a date with the girl that he, quote, picked. He just got her phone number. Saw the new Ferrari hybrid tech by employee error and couldn't speak or mention it until today as they launched a new hybrid model. I can now tell you that Ferrari intends to have a car with three hybrid motors, and that's pretty much it. Amazon made me sign one when I worked with the company that painted their airplanes before the public knew they had them. I did the FAA paperwork. I was literally only one of like seven people to see their airplane fully purple with their logo on it. I was actually taken off the project for a day because they thought I lied about not having a Facebook. They meant business. I signed an NDA once when I was an extra on quote, mortal engines. If you watch the movie, you'll learn more than what I did on set. Posted this before if it sounds familiar. Not me, but a guy I know was on Cash Cab. A lot of it was faked. He was told he'll be on a travel food show and would get picked up by a fake taxi at a certain location at a certain time. There were camera crews all over outside the taxi, and there's no way on earth you might mistake it for a real cab. Previous pharmacy chain I worked for, always at risk of robbery for opiates, and we were always taught to give the robber what they want with no questions asked. Have heard of times that pharmacists instead gave bottles of oxy with Tylenol in it instead, and other things that were reckless and dangerous due to possible retaliation when and if they figure out they have been duped. 
new policy and NDA comes out where specific opiates were placed in a safe with GPS tracker and charger, so when it is removed from radius of origin, it issues remote notification to third party that tracks location and works with local LEO to find the wanted party. I worked for a native casino. The golf courses lost a ton of money for us, as did the advertising for the courses. Food we generally broke even on because of all the comps. If a crime was committed by a dealer, they would watch the dealer for three months to see if there were accomplices. They used facial recognition and would pair match you, so if the same person sat with the same dealer over and over, they would know. This way, they could look for accomplices. Then, when they busted you, they would sit you down and make you watch a video of you breaking the law. They did this because they wanted you to plead guilty as opposed to an expensive trial. I had to sign an NDA because I was part of a test screening for The Dark Tower with Idris Elba. Tried to tell them it sucked. They didn't want to listen. We used an extract to flavor our peanut butter porter. Oh God, it feels good to get that off my chest. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you like Am I the Genius, you'll probably love Am I the Jerk. Link down below. I signed an NDA to waitress at a local family-owned restaurant. The owner was nuts, definitely had a severe personality disorder, and was worried about his recipes getting leaked. The restaurant is dead now, and his secret recipes consisted almost solely of frozen packaged food. Edit, guys, stop trying to guess what restaurant it is. You never will. There are millions of family-owned places with crazy bosses that go under. You don't know the place, and I'm not going to tell you. Also, Mr. Krabs pays his employees enough to own houses and pets. I wish I worked for him. Signed an NDA when I worked as a fit model for Katy Perry's shoe line. Basically, a fit model is used for their good proportions to test out the fit of garments. I'm a solid size 7.5, so hooray for being average. I was hired on two occasions and got to hang out and give her my opinion on the fit, feeling, and comfort of different shoes. Didn't think she'd actually be there, but both times she was present and totally running the show. Super nice woman in person and remembered me when we met again. Also, she apologized for making me wait so long, which I thought was nice. It was a late night meeting as she just wrapped shooting a music video. Her dog is really cute too, and I got to save it when it got stuck behind a wall panel. Recycling company would throw away a lot of stuff. They collected the money from government subsidies while leaving the employees to a crap salary in a hazardous workplace. R slash OSHA would have freaked out. That included having dirty syringes, thank god I didn't get stabbed by one, where people would sort the materials. It was awful. Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition had an amazing online character builder that made character creation a breeze. It listed all of the possible skills per race and class that was intuitive and made theory crafting for characters easy. Personal conjecture? They canned it because it took away from the pen and paper aspect of the game and they were afraid with an online tool it'd take away from book sales. Worked for a short time as a quality assurance tester at EA and wasn't allowed to talk about the game I was testing the console port for The Sims 4. There wasn't really much to talk about, but since the first few versions were basically just running the PC version on a console, there were a lot of bugs with it. One of the worst was a lighting bug we started referring to as Disco Mode, since it caused a bunch of multicolored squares to show up on everything at night or in dark areas. In 1990, I signed an NDA at Chili's when they showed me how to make their new awesome blossom. No other restaurant in town had anything like it, and it was hugely popular at the time. Worked at a matchmaking company. It's all bullcrap. It's just throwing darts at a wall until something sticks. There's no science or magic to it at all. Edit, I didn't work for an internet matching company, so they may have a different process. What we did was get a paid client and set them up on dates. 
The dates we found were from a pool of women, and we would just keep picking one after another. I quit because I felt like the women were just being used, and I became uncomfortable profiting off people's hopes. They very much play up on finding you true love and it's a process, blah blah. They'll very much play up on the fairy tale romance. It did change me. I don't really date anymore because I don't trust the true intentions of people anymore. I became very jaded to dating after all of that. Kraft Macaroni and Cheese are coming out with the more, quote, modern and upscale version to expand their market from lower income folks to higher income folks. It is almost entirely the same product as the 69 cent blue box, but will have a lighter, less orangey color. They will be sold as shells and not macaroni. The box will be shaped differently and it will go for $2.50 or more. Stated to be released by 1995. A certain global conferencing company still saves passwords for their web products in plain text. Any, and I mean any, employee that works there can see the password. My password there was not my pass, you idiot, because I know other people would see it eventually, and they'd even comment slash laugh about it. Also, we once discovered that our main conferencing software was letting you sign in regardless of the password you entered, meaning you could sign in with any email address. Once we brought it up, we were first immediately stonewalled and told not to say anything about it in written format. TLDR, they had the dev team and legal on a conference call and they decided it was best to just keep it quiet until they fixed it later that day. No client was to be notified of the issue. And the ones that knew of it were basically given a runaround until they gave up. They also added call spoofing to the software. They called it something fancier, but it was call spoofing. You can make a call and make it appear from any number you wanted. My team raised this concern many times, but were countered with, quote, no one will actually use it for that. Okay. That place was a goldmine of security risks. There is going to be a Capri Sun sports flavor in roughly 2003. I was a taste tester for Kraft Foods when I was 10. We didn't sign an NDA, but it was supposed to be a secret. Sony got hacked over that North Korea movie because of a five-year-old account they didn't delete or monitor from an ex-employee. Mini Cooper slash BMW replaced our car because the high-pressure fuel pump failed six times within six months. However, the recorded reason for the replacement of the car was because of, quote, stained interior from dirty mechanic hands, so it wasn't replaced via the Lemon Law. A government in 1972 identified a terrorist by his wife's breasts from satellite images. That's no moon. That's a space station. I was a translator, contractor, for the U.S. military. I also translated Marvel comic books. Marvel had tighter security. Google doesn't hire direct support employees. They open small projects in the U.S., then hire up to 250 contract employees of varying support positions for the project. Once they get the stats needed to run everything efficiently, they have mass layoffs and outsource their jobs to a country, Philippines slash India, that's willing to accept much less than the U.S. counterpart. At the same time, Google rakes in a huge tax cut because they're, quote, creating jobs in the local communities. Edit, yes, this includes YouTube and YouTube content review. I was actually an actor in that commercial that said I wasn't. When I was a kid, I visited the dentist for a cavity. While there, the dentist slipped while drilling my tooth and drilled a hole under my tongue. My mom saw me tense up and my dentist said, oh, nicked her there a bit, so you might see a little blood. 
I got home, and after an hour, my entire neck was swollen up like a frog, and my voice was squeaky because of the air pressure. A pocket of air was pressing against my heart. Dirty air at that, because of the bacteria in my mouth. I was admitted to the hospital as a code 4, with the code 5 being dead. When my mom tried to sue the dentist for damages, he claimed I was kicking and screaming and out of control during the appointment, even getting his secretary to vouch for him and testify. Total BS. I liked the dentist, and I was a people pleaser. Also, laughing gas. My mom's lawyer was super pessimistic and told her just to settle and sign an NDA because she had a small chance of winning. So, my mom settled, being naive and scared to take on an office full of liars. She could never disclose who the dentist was, and we've heard other horror stories throughout the years about this dentist effing up other people's mouths. It sucks because every lawyer we've talked to after the fact says we had a very strong case, and it's likely we would have won. Like, really won. I wanted to tell you about a new podcast I thought you would like called The Reslayer's Take. It's a brand new all-ages actual play from Critical Role that follows a new group of adventurers within Exandria. After six misfit mercenaries are rejected from the elite monster hunting group The Slayer's Take, they band together and battle supernatural creatures across the rugged continent of Asilra. It has fresh adventures for a longtime critter or is a perfect first dip into the world of Critical Role. Check out the first episode if you like what you hear and make sure you follow The Reslayer's Take wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts. Hey, Ohio, have you heard the buzz? Slinger's Signature Cocktails are the new go-to to go. Slinger's are convenient canned cocktail-inspired flavored beverages that bring you delicious flavors like Bahama Mama, Peach Screwdriver, and Pineapple Punch with 8% ABV. They pack a punch at a price you can't beat. No time to make fancy cocktails? Don't want to break the bank on a night out? Slingers has you covered. Blast your taste buds, not your wallet. Grab Slingers today. American Fermentation Company, Boston, Massachusetts. Please drink responsibly. I'm pretty sure the company is bankrupt now, since it's been almost 15 years and the product hasn't seen the light of day. I was interviewing with a company that was working on a new design for a public toilet that was going to change everything. It consisted of the following. 1. A pair of toilets back-to-back. One would rotate up into the wall where it would be thoroughly cleaned and then rotated back down so the other, recently used toilet could be swung up into the wall for its turn and the washer. Two, the toilets wouldn't have the traditional water pool, but would instead have a conveyor belt that would carry the poo and whatever else back to an open pipe. Clog free! I quickly saw that this product was going nowhere, so I declined to work for them, but sent them a two or three page email about the pitfalls of the design. One, what happens when the auto-swapping toilet machine accidentally activates while someone is on the loo? 2. How much more expensive will this be than a regular porcelain john? 3. How hard will it be to retrofit all of the machinery and plumbing for the auto-wash into existing architecture? 4. How do you intend on cleaning a conveyor belt that has been exposed to human waste plus whatever other trash that gets put down onto the unit? 5. What will an open vent to the sewer smell like if you don't have the water separation like you do with a regular toilet? Welcome to the toilet of the future. Except we're going back to the past where we didn't have indoor plumbing, but also, the outhouses are floating! A huge part of The Bachelorette was scripted. The company I worked for at the time was a major tourism service provider and featured prominently in one of the seasons. We were all pulled into meetings with the higher-up managers, given a spiel about what was in our best interest, and spilling any secrets was punishable by a $5 million lawsuit. Please sign here. I gave zero craps about the show at the time. Still don't. Just wanted to do my job. The quote, Bachelorette herself, was clearly there to further her public profile or quote, 
acting career. The scenes were always set up before filming. Behind the camera, nothing was happening. The cast were told where to go, what to do, and how to do it. If half those guys weren't on their phones texting their real girlfriends most of the time, I would be surprised. So fake. So 100% fake. Edit, well, this is getting a lot more attention than I thought it would. Here's a few tidbits. The NDA was only that we wouldn't spill secrets about the show before episodes involving our company aired. We were also not allowed to, quote, disparage the company, which honestly was easy to abide by since we were treated well and we had excellent managers. The Bachelorette has since gone on to a fairly successful TV career, hosting several shows. All of her official press credits The Bachelorette and her exposure during another elimination-style reality TV show with launching her career. I used to work for a company in the Middle East that provided relocation services to people in America. We represented three main companies under nine different names, which changed every so often when the reviews got really bad. We had receptionists whose main task, aside from damage control, was to write a few extremely positive reviews for each company every single day in order to counter all the negative ones. Our job was to catalog everything our clients wanted to move and then provide the best possible price while lying through our teeth about the service itself. We promised professional movers who had all the necessary training and tools for the job, great prices, quick deliveries, you name it. On moving day, the movers who showed up were often in unmarked trucks or ones with completely different names and branding on them. The workers were often immigrants who were paid under the table and had no experience whatsoever. The deliveries themselves often took a long time, and items were often lost as multiple moves would be stacked into one truck without much labeling of items or categorizing in general. As mentioned earlier, we changed company names fairly often as the negative reviews and bad press stacked up. Moving is a toxic business, and people will always try to undermine and cheat. This is something you should never cheap out on, as the money is well worth the comfort of knowing your move is in good hands. If you are moving, I recommend finding a company that is local if possible, so that you can meet the people who represent it and see that their business is legitimate. More importantly, they will be able to send someone to survey your belongings and give a more realistic quote and time estimate. Even if it costs much more than the quotes you receive online or from salesmen, it is well worth the peace of mind on an already stressful venture. My dad did some top-secret contract work for the Department of Defense back in the 1960s, and he signed a lifelong NDA as part of that job. He's dead now, so I guess it's safe to talk about it. The thing is, he never did break the NDA in any context. The strange part was that the NDA specifically prohibited him from using certain words ever again. The trouble is, some of the words are common vocabulary and it became obvious over the years which words he did not use. Words I know he could not say, because he would find other ways of saying them instead, included ball, balloon, briefcase, bomb, and nuclear. It would have made more sense for him to just say, there's a balloon, instead of, there's an inflatable latex object, but you gotta do what you gotta do. Eventually, he did gradually stop avoiding those words for the most part, although he would not discuss the NDA. I've worked with many internet service providers, at the past one of which I'm still under NDA for, but as for the other ones, the equipment replacement fee? Divide it by three. That's how much we paid for the box versus how much we are going to charge you. If you're having an issue slash something is broken and you want more money, just escalate the issue about twice for maximum return. Don't go past the supervisor's supervisor, however, because while there may be a level above them still within the call center, if you hit corporate, be prepared, because they are not required to be nice. 
As an example of the above, the story I tell is an angry lady who was out of service for about six hours. She was not happy with our get off our phone offer and escalated again. By doing so, she passed on about $65 worth of credits, two-thirds of her total bill, and a going-forward discount on her total bill that would save her about $7 a month for another $80 over the next year. That was not good enough. She escalated past us, and the word came back via email. Her credit for time out of service was instead calculated down to the minute, meaning instead of $65, her new offer was now $1.12 and no discount off the monthly bill. If she attempts to escalate again, I was told to inform her we would take advantage of our service policy and cancel her account. Please return your modem within 30 days or face a $99.99 replacement charge. Had to sign an NDA for a secure shipment that came into a building I ran security at. Shipment came in at 2am, unmarked transit van, two guys had to verify their biometrics and give me the correct password, then was required to deactivate the cameras on the floors along the travel routes they took inside the building and wipe the footage of them entering and leaving. Long play videotapes, so easy to say, oops, tape got chewed. They unpacked a set of vases and trundled off to put them in a private vault. Don't know what the heck was in them, but I've seen less security for pallets of precious metal bullion. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot linked in the description too. Either way, thanks a lot for watching and we'll see you guys next time.